Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life, transform the world. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From Luminary, this is British Villains. London, 1953. Christmas time. It's brass, which means it's bloody freezing. It's only been eight years since the war ended, but the city is getting back on its feet and people are out and about again. After years of blackouts, the lights are back on in the capital. Over in swanky Knightsbridge, the department store Harrods is bursting with Christmas cheer and the fame store is packed with shoppers. But just over the river, things are less cheery because those communities are still suffering the effects of the Blitz. Kids play alongside piles of rubble and bombed out buildings. The rebuilding of London didn't happen all at once and the streets where my parents lived were left to fester why the government figured out what to do with them. Many would go on to be replaced by large-scale public housing. But back to festive Harrods. The store is buzzing. Shoppers are seduced by the lights and tinsel. Imagine, if you will, two girls, around 17 or 18 years old, and they've taken a trip up west to do a bit of shopping. They have a long shopping list in their pockets, watches, ties, blouses, shoes, except it's pretty obvious that they're not intending to pay for any of these items. 
Instead, they're stuffing things in their socks, up their sleeves, even in their drawers, ticking items off the list as they go. This is not a one-off. These girls are expert shoplifters, or oysters, making money by knocking off high-end department stores and then selling the goods back to the folks in the poor neighbourhoods. My dad knew these girls. They were known as the two Lindas, because they were both called Linda. Look, if you needed to acquire something, then you'd pay these girls a visit. And before you knew it, the said items would appear at your front door. You might think of these girls as just wayward teens. Except teenagers didn't exist back then. There were only children and adults. Growing up happened really fast. Most people left school at 14 or 15 and then got a job right away. For some children, like my dad and his mates, the oysting and the hustle continued into adulthood. They spent years developing their skills and earning their stripes to become proper career villains. They hoped that each job would get them a step closer to the big one. The job to end all jobs. Like perhaps robbing a Royal Mail train. I'm William Green, and this is British Villains. That's all we did, used to turn shops off or go shoplifting. They never hurt anyone, they just went out on the, as they call it, the the ice. We took all the money, now we're rich beyond compare. There's no excuse for it, I know, but when you look back at your life, when you look back at what's happening, you think, they was fun days. What what was London like then? What was, you know, how were people making money? Were, were some of the boys who you knew on your estate, were they up, to, up no to no good? good. They were. they were, yeah. That's my mum, Heather Haynes. For working class people, petty thieving was just part of the world they grew up in. Everyone was at it to some degree. No one would have judged you. They might have needed something in a pinch. It might be an extra turkey for Christmas lunch or a new pair of shoes for your kid. I would say they provided a public service of sorts. Well, normally, they, one of the thing, great things they used to do was go to the sales, the big store sales, like Harrods, always there, Selfridges, and they'd normally wear a raincoat and sort of pick up clothes, put it under and, you know, earn money like that. They used to shoplifting. And it's funny, well, I suppose it's not... When they went, they often met other guys they knew in Harris and they'd all go, oh, keep stum, don't say hello, you know. It was, I mean, shut your mouth, make out you don't know me. So it, it was, they, they never hurt anyone. They just went out on the, as they call it, the, the oist. We used to go out on the oist. And that's oisting, right? Yeah. Oysting has a long history, especially in London. There were oysting gangs going back as far as the 19th century. Women like Mary Carr, the first noted female oyster. She was known as the Queen of the Forty Thieves, or Alice Diamond and her gang known as the Forty Elephant Gang. They were called the Elephants because they looked enormous waddling along, laden down with stolen goods after a full day of oysting. 
This all-female gang were extremely organised and were specially constructed close to stash merchandise. A lot of these women came from the workhouse or were former prostitutes. Oisting provided them with an income and independence, as well as a notoriety and respect amongst male criminals. Londoners were a bit... In those days, everyone stuck together. And because of the war, I think more so, everyone looked after each other. I mean, you could go out and leave your door open. No one would come in and take anything from you because you were one of them. So you wouldn't rob from your... Your own? No, of course not. My mum kept herself on the straight and narrow, left school and got a job working for an electric company. My dad, on the other hand, wasn't ready for a desk job. Let's just say he had sticky fingers, even as a schoolboy. London is London, as such. Not like it is now. I'm going back now to when I was a schoolboy. My school was in the Borough High Street, right? Led to London Bridge. At the weekend, it was like a village. Nobody lived in the city of London. They were only caretakers. Right. Because there weren't anywhere to live. There was banks, all banks and office blocks. So we used to creep about the city of London seeing for little shops to turn off. That's what we used to do. Turn off basically means robbing. As we heard in the last episode, Sunday was my dad's day for thieving. Don't forget, it was all engineering firms and factories in those right. days. So we're looking through the factory, different floors, and there's an office. And we go into, go into the office... And there's a big safe in the office. It was an old Milner safe. So searching for it, and I found the keys. And I said, I opened it up. I said, Bob, look, I've opened the safe up. And there was a big book. I opened it up, and there were pound notes, like you'd stick stamps in the stamp album, all in the book. So I said, well, we better have, to have that. So it was such a big book, but we took all the money. Yeah. And then we left the factory. Now we're rich beyond compare. Right. When we got home or in the wash house, we counted it out. There was about 50 quid there. Yeah. So we had half each. In today's money, that's about £3,000 total. £1,500 each. Remember, my dad was basically just a wee nipper at the time. So how many on you went? Just two of you when you just were doing... Just two of us, two of us at that time. Small operation. Yeah. So we had to hide the money, and I hid mine in a bummed-out building in Long Lane right. behind the wallpaper. Right. So I couldn't go home with money because my dad was alive. And right. Then, you know, you're not, nobody had any money. But we used to go to Regent Street Polytechnic where was the Knickerbocker Glory, half a crown, and we used to go up there and chat the girls up. Cause we'd be and have a nice spenders. crepe. Yeah, a nice right. crepe. And that's how we started. A Knickerbocker Glory is an ice cream sundae. Quite a treat for someone just out of rationing. So, this is around 1948. Over the next couple of years, my dad and his rascal mates formed a little crew. My dad, a boy named Terry Crowther, and another boy Terry knew, called Buster Edwards. Buster Edwards was a colleague of ours. Right, and he was about the same uh, age as you? No, he's, yeah, a couple of years in it. In the same neighbourhood you grew up in? Yeah, he was in Waterloo. Buster is best known today as one of the principal villains behind the Great Train Robbery. Back in the 80s, they made a movie about Buster called Buster. Buster was played by Phil Collins. Actually, not a bad movie if you like Phil Collins. It's funny, I've been in the movie industry for over 30 years and my dad still maintains I haven't made a movie that's as good as Buster. 
They do mention my dad in one of the scenes, so maybe that's why he loves it so much. Or maybe seeing your childhood friend portrayed on the big screen, even as a villain. Well, that must have been a pretty emotional experience. Let's face it, movie stardom would have been a lofty dream when they were knocking about the streets of South London. Anyway, back to my dad. Right. How far is that from London Bridge where you were? 10 minutes walk, 20 minutes, 10 minutes walk. Right. And that's all South London? South London, London? yes. South South East London, yes. My dad's about 18 or 19 at this point. He and Buster and their crew always had something ticking. They spent their days walking around places like the Borough Market, getting info about possible jobs. My granddad is dead by now, so my dad's got his mum and his little brother to look out for. But they're not out mugging people. Nothing violent. That's all we did. Used to turn shops off or go shoplifting. Get in, get out and get away safely. Hopefully with something nice under your arm for your mum or your girlfriend. Alpaca's the most expensive. Right. And then there's cashmere. So I asked my dad to walk me through a typical job. So we go in and... The stuff that was on sale in those days, Harrods had sewed a bit of red ribbon on the sleeves. So we'd go in and we used to say, put it on, how's it look? Good, looks good. Take the ribbon off, okay. March out to the van, because there's dozens of entrances at Harrods all around the block. Throw it in the back of the van, rush back, walk in another entrance and do this. And then three of us were doing it, so we loaded this van up. And then we had the same trick with the ties. People were looking at tides and some individuals were pocking to them one at a time. Big Ben, or tall Benny and us, got the carrier bags out. Excuse me, pamphlet of tides in there. Back to the van, took the raincoat off and left that there, went back, freezing again, and taken the overcoats. Nice cashmere ones, all the best quality ones. And this is, but obviously there was no cameras in these no, days. No, no, There's no, no, no. no security. alarm system. No, nothing, no. Is there a security no. guard or mm. something? No. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Let's press pause for a moment. Now you American listeners may have a little trouble with all this jargon. Turning off shops, I mean, to you it may sound like utter nonsense. But this isn't just nonsense. It's Cockney rhyming slang, a very elaborate form of communication spoken by Cockneys. They say that a true Cockney must be born within the sound of the bells of St Mary Lee Bow Church in Cheapside. Back in the day, those bells would have been heard from north to east London, and as far south as Southwark, which would mean any baby born within earshot could be deemed a Cockney. But it's not just an accent. It's an entire language. It's a way of life. The word Cockney originates from a hen's egg. That's what I'm given to understand. Now, if the hen laid a dodgy egg, right, a misshapen egg, they used to call it a Cockney. So they used to throw that one away or get rid of it because it's a Cockney. And it was seen as a bit of a derogatory remark, but now we're proud to be called Cockneys, which means we're Londoners. This is John Walters. He's what they call a Pearly King. My name is John Walters. I'm the Pearly King of Finsbury of the London Pearly Kings and Queen Society. I'm also a freedom holder of the London Borough of Islington. Pearly Kings and Queens are sort of the elected Cockney ambassadors, official keepers of the culture. You might see him on the streets dressed up in these black suits covered in tiny mother-of-pearl buttons, raising money for charity. Here's John breaking it down for us. The, the suits actually mean something to the Pearly Kings and Queens because they raise a lot of money uh, with respects. If you stood over one side of the road with a collecting pot for your charity and I stood over the other side of the road with a collecting pot for my charity, who are they going to see first? Obviously, you can't see it, but on my trousers, I've got diamonds. That's because I say I'm a real right diamond geezer. So I've been living in the US for the past 25 years, and I still use the odd bit of slang here and there when I'm waffling with my English friends. Cockney rhyme is slang. Slang is secret language. And that was mainly used in the markets years ago for market people to talk to each other across the street. And it was used to confuse the police years ago in Victorian times, well before Victorian times, because the police didn't understand 
what the Cockney was saying. I mean, when we say, you've got a nice bit of tomfoolery on there, tomfoolery is jewellery. OK, so now we're going to give you a crash course in Cockney rhyming slang. So you say, how many saucepans have you got? Saucepan meaning? Saucepan lids. Lids rhyme with? Kids. So anyone familiar with saucepan, saucepan lids, will know you're asking how many kids you got. You know, your bushel, your bushel and peck is neck. Your peck and rye is your tyre. Your mincers. Mincers, meaning mince pies or... Eyes. Your Germans. German bands. Hands. Here's how it might sound in a full conversation. I'm actually going to go out for a ball of chalk in a minute. I'm going to go down a frog and toad, go in the shop, get a linen draper, go to the rubber dub dub, have a, order a pint of pigs here and, and have, a, have a drink like. Fuck me. I, I mean, I've been around Cockneys all my life, but even I struggle to fully understand that. So basically, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave my house. I'm going to go down a frog and toad, which is the road. I'm going to go and buy a linen draper, a paper... I'm going to walk to the Rubber Dub Dub, which is the pub, and I'm going to have a pint of pig's ear, which is beer. So th- that was there, and that confused the police at the time. Apart from the few words and sayings that made their way up the class ladder, for example, it comes down to brass tax. Tax is actually slang for facts. Cockney was and remains the coded language of the streets. The way you spoke, they knew you weren't bankers. He's saying that an accent more than anything else is a true marker of class in England. Let me tell you, it doesn't matter how much money you've made or how successful you've become, you cannot change the class you were born into. And if you had a Cockney accent to boot, you were seen as poor and working class. And that, as they say, was your lot. If you didn't open your mouth up, they would have thought you were one of them. You're sitting there in your Savile Row suit, your Patek Philippe wristwatch, not your old flash Rolexes, but Patek Philippe's, and your handmade shirts. But I never liked the handmade shirts, I couldn't because I've got a short now, I couldn't get right. a but, and then, But you looked good right. as long as you didn't speak. The class system has always operated in the United Kingdom. Uh, there's always been the rich, there's always been the poor, there's been that great divide. I like to think that a gap is closing where the, the class system is no longer there. Like most London families in the 60s, John's family were no strangers to crime. My brothers were it to not to bit of skullduggery like uh, but two of them ended up in prison there's nothing to be uh, proud of because it broke my mum's heart my mum it broke my mum at the end of the day when her children went in prison two of us children went in prison like they say crime's a great life until you get caught I would have been about 53 I would have been six or something and my brother come home one night and you met you they're still around now you see these bubblegum machines outside the shops where you put 10p in now and get your bubblegum out. he come walking in one, with one of them over his shoulder one night. He's hoisted it from somewhere, smashed it over, we had the bubblegum and he had the money, you know, but it's, uh, people have just did those sort of things. There's no excuse for it, I know, but when you look back at your life, when you look back at what's happening, you think, they was fun days. Cockney, pearly kings, oysting, family ties. So why are we going round the houses with this? Here's why. Every man who took part in the Great Train Robbery came from this world we've been describing. 
even the self-proclaimed and blamed leader of the crew. Socially, for the first time, I met Bruce and Gordon at Dorothy's in Knightsbridge. Right. Well, then we used to sometimes stay up to one in the morning, swapping lives in the hotel at Piccadilly. Piccadilly Circus. That's a district in London's West End. The place in the 50s and 60s that was beginning to attract art, culture, and most importantly to our story, money. My dad and his mates didn't go to pubs. Pubs had sawdust on the floor and were full of old men drinking warm ale and talking about the war. My dad and his mates preferred to hang out at hotels and clubs, pretending to be big time. Oh, he said, oh, Bruce just walked in, Bruce Reynolds. Oh, hi, and he introduced us all. And you were struck by him smoking his Monte Cristo cigar and his... He was six foot two, very smartly dressed. And you could tell that there was class there. I mean, because he stood out amongst most people. As I say, everything was handmade. And then he brought in Gordon a couple of weeks later. We were in there. Gordon, oh, this is Gordon Goody, a friend of mine. Gordon Goody, or Checkers as he was known. Buster Edwards, Bruce Reynolds. These are names to remember. He was three-piece suits, pinstripe suit, very elegant, and you wouldn't think that they were armed robbers because you thought they were business people. And and I thought to myself, wow. Bruce, like the rest of them, had a regular job. He was an antiques dealer. However, the only antiques he sold were the ones he stole. So I suppose you could say he was an antiques dealer. We, we knew that they were professional burglars, bank robbers, so they were the creme de la creme, if you like. We were a small fry. We were shoplifters. Right. We were turning... We, were, we weren't big time like them. Right, you know, so they, they were, were quite impressive Yeah, in a we, way. we got on very well with them. You know, we used to listen to stories, what they used to do, climbing up drain pipes and mansions, and what they used to do, they robbed you while you were watching TV. Because right. all the family were in the downstairs and they the only one room to break in, in the mansion is the bedroom the master bedroom because they'd come home she'd throw the fur coat on the bed and put the rings on the dressing table and go to sleep and they were they used to creep in and out while you're sleeping and do that they were right. very good they're experts because they never got caught at that they specialized in robberies bruce and gordon and roy right. james roy james race car driver by day getaway driver by night Another regular member of Bruce's crew. Bruce would choose who to go with, and there were certain men, they called, they were called Peter men, you know, a Peter's, I say, how to open a safe up. Bruce would case the joint first. He'd creep in the grounds, if there was a ladder, climb up the ladder, go into the bedroom window, look for the safe, find out where it was and creep out again, and then go back a week later with the safe man, who had the jelly night and detonators, and they were blow it or tell him what and then other people tell him if it's a a new save they're hardened still you've got to get a cutter and that's what they used to do but he took an expert with him to blow the safe right because bruce couldn't blow a safe when they used to go out years ago to criminals and and it was always a, a code of conduct you would not carry any weapons on you to go and do a crime guns, knives, because it changes the whole ethos of a crime. And you've got to use that. I mean, I like a criminal who's, who can 
you know, watch this or do this and do that, but don't hurt anybody. There's no call for it. No call for it at all. Now, back then, not everyone would have agreed with this side of the story. I'm talking primarily about the police and the victims. But remember my side, your side, their side, the truth? We all know the police had a vested interest in making any villain seem, well, more villainous. Violent crime is so common today that we forget back then that jobs were done with cunning, not brute force. The fact that many of the crimes were done in plain sight meant that it was about getting the job done without drawing any attention. Get in, get out and get away safely. Anyway, let's get to the point here. All of this running around the nightclubs and swapping lies was fine for a while. But my dad and his mates wanted a piece of what Bruce was involved in. Not the amateur snatch and grab jobs they were doing. They wanted the jobs that paid out. But the only way this was going to happen was if they presented Bruce with a job. A job that he couldn't refuse. But where would they find that? I would turn around and say, I know where I worked at the Express Live Company. They got their wages. Two blokes went to the bank to get the money every Friday morning. So I said, look, there's a bit of work here for you. I'll show you, tell you what to do when they leave. So they'd go there, they'd go to the bank. Oh, it's ten past eleven. They'd watch it for a couple of weeks, know it's a routine, and then take the wages. And then they'd give me a whack for it. Right. Then I thought, well, this is my job. I'll do that. Whack is a cut of the money. If my dad really had this information, he'd be an asset. Worth getting weighed in for which is exactly how my dad made himself useful to someone like Bruce Reynolds. More on that in the next episode. The airport robbery was just something that came up and my dad being the lunatic that he was thought, yeah, yeah, you know, let's do this one. Mickey and Roy would be dressed up as chauffeurs in the Jaguars. Roy screeched to a halt and blocked all the traffic coming that way. The real thrill would be balancing the car and maintaining control, but equally you'd have to be prepared for the occasions when you weren't in control. From Luminary, British Villains is a production of The Cut, Ninth Planet Audio and Western Sound. Executive producers are William Green, Aaron Ginsberg, Jimmy Miller, Hans Sarney and Ben Adair. The show was written by Rosecrans Baldwin and Vanessa Sadler. Nick Reynolds and Edward Rose composed the theme. Music by Michael Cruz. Producers include Christina Moore, Annette Runhell and Stephanie Aguilar. The show was sound designed and engineered by Dan Leone. Up next, episode three, The First Heist. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. 
You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With the best all inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise. Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.